Understanding mental health struggles can be tough. That's why I created Therapy in a Nutshell to help make complicated therapeutic topics easy to understand and learn. I'm Emma McAdam, a licensed marriage and family therapist, and this is the Therapy in a Nutshell podcast. These episodes don't replace the need for mental health professionals or the advice given by doctors, but they provide options, resources, and skills that can help you in your journey to better your own mental health or help those around you who may be struggling. If you want to find more resources or if you want to learn about courses I offer on specific mental health topics, please stop by my website at therapyinanutshell.com. Now, let's jump into this week's skill. Imagine that you're engaged in a tug of war with your difficult thoughts and emotions. The more anxious you feel, the more you struggle to not feel anxious. And you're afraid if you drop that struggle that you'll get pulled up into a cliff or something, right? In acceptance and commitment therapy, they use the metaphor of saying like, if I strapped you in a chair over a tank of sharks and I said to you, if you get anxious, I'll drop you in, don't get anxious. Would you be able to control your anxiety by just trying to force it to go away? No, like that's just not how anxiety works. It's not how emotions work. Or if we go back to the relationship example, have you ever tried to change someone else, like a spouse or a child, for example? Like how well did that go? Usually not so hot. In the last video, we learned that avoidance doesn't work. Trying to force our feelings to change doesn't work, but neither does giving into them. Like just letting anxiety run the show or make your decisions for you, right? So what the heck do we do with anxiety? The fundamental antidote to problematic anxiety is willingness. Learning how to feel anxiety, how to make space for it, how to listen to it, but not be bothered or controlled by it. So willingness is learning how to drop the struggle with your feelings so that you can free your hands. So you can free your life to do what you really care about. Now, willingness is the most powerful tool for managing anxiety because when you have willingness, anxiety can't control you anymore. So in this video, you'll learn what willingness is, how to develop it, and you'll get to practice it to see what it feels like. So what is willingness? Okay, I'm gonna tell you a few things about willingness and then we're gonna jump in and, and just try it. So first, it's present moment awareness. We're gonna direct our attention to the here and now. Second, it's exploring. We're letting go of judgment about emotions and we're describing them instead. Third, it's using a beginner's mind. It's, it's having a fresh experience with our emotions. Let me get, just give you a quick example. You have spent your entire life with your tongue in the roof of your mouth, but do you really know what it feels like? So go ahead and take, take your tongue and feel the roof of your mouth for a minute and see if you can find something about the roof of your mouth that you've never noticed before. Like, have you ever noticed the boundary where, where your palate shifts from being kind of rough and ridged to being smooth? Like, what does that transition feel like? Or how many ridges are in the front of your palate? Or what does it feel like where it gets soft in the back, your soft palate? We've spent our entire life with our palate and our tongue but we maybe don't even know what the experience of having that is like. That's what we're gonna do with emotions. Okay, next is allowing. It's dropping the struggle with emotions. It's accepting that they exist and they are here. It's not necessarily liking, wanting, or enjoying feeling something. It's just acknowledging the reality that I am feeling this and allowing that feeling to be there. We also, with willingness, we use curiosity. So we just get really curious about them instead of trying to stuff them down and resist them. 
and we expand. We replace like a version with openness, with leaning in, making space. This is like being flexible instead of being rigid and trying to control something that you can't control. So why would we do this? Why would we want to feel our feelings? Because resisting feeling is what's messing up your life. Trying not to feel anxious forces you into avoiding things you care about. It hardens your heart and it cuts off your possibilities. Let me give you an example. Let's say you're afraid of public speaking, but you're asked to give a speech at your best friend's wedding. You know you'll feel anxious. You know that you'll maybe worry about it or you might lose sleep or your stomach might feel queasy or your hands might sweat. But your alternative, your options are to either not give the speech, which isn't really being the friend you want to be, or some other options like using a lot of substances like cannabis or alcohol to numb those feelings so that you don't feel anxious. But that's also gonna impact your ability to be the friend you wanna be. So on the other hand, willingness says, okay, I don't enjoy public speaking. The anxiety is really uncomfortable, but I care so much about my friend that I'm, I'm willing to feel that anxiety because I wanna be a good friend, because I care. So you allow yourself to feel a little anxious and you remind yourself that it's okay, that anxiety just means that you care about your friend and the other people in the wedding and you wanna do a good job. Then after you do it, after the speech, you realize it wasn't that bad and you got to be the friend that you wanted to be and you're proud of yourself for doing it. So in essence, willingness isn't about like liking or wanting an unpleasant experience or even forcing that anxiety to go away and changing it, right? It's just about being open to them, to those feelings and those experiences when they occur. And this is part of the human experience. And, and just not engaging in a struggle with them that stops you from living a life that's meaningful to you. Okay, so we've talked about it. That's what willingness is. Let's practice. We're gonna start with a clever example from art. And then we're gonna practice with some physical sensations and then we'll practice willingness with some emotions. So here we go. Okay, so this first exercise comes from a painting by the Flemish artist Quentin Massey's, and he painted this around 1513. Take a look at this painting. What are your first impressions? What do you feel when you look at it? What do you think about this woman? Take a minute and write this down in your workbook. Is this a comfortable painting to look at? Is it enjoyable or pleasant? For most people, it's probably not initially. It's been titled The Ugly Duchess or The Grotesque Old Woman. Most people initially feel revulsion, judgment, and they maybe seek to look away or laugh to avoid their feelings. Now, let's watch a video from the National Gallery. I'm gonna try and embed this. I'm gonna try and get permission to embed this video um, on YouTube. And if I don't get permission, you're gonna have to pause the video, click the link. I'm gonna put it right up here in one of these corners. <laughs> as a tag and I'm gonna put it down in the description as well. How does looking at this woman make you feel? She's one of the most familiar faces in the National Gallery. And through the centuries, she's received attention, comment, judgment and satire. We might think that this painting served as a joke, that we're invited to laugh at this woman. But what if we were to look with kindness and curiosity? How does this intention influence what we see and how we feel? I want to begin by taking a slow look at this picture. Starting with her hands. Let's look at her fingers lightly resting on the stone ledge. 
we can clearly see her nails and some golden rings on her fingers. The delicate gesture of her hand, thumb and index finger pressed together, holding a rosebud. Then moving to the woman's sleeve with its intricately embroidered cuff. And then the dark blue body of the dress. Her low neckline showing an abundant expanse of skin. Noticing the darker colors on her skin, indicating dimples and wrinkles. And the light pinker tones of skin stretched over collarbones. Observing the shadows under her neck, indicating looser skin. Then moving up to her chin, is it firm, strong, taking in the whole face now, bringing a kind and curious quality to your own response to this unusual face. The lines around the mouth, the distance between lips and nose, the shine on the tip of the nose, two prominent ears, and then under a strong forehead meeting two amber, kindly looking eyes. Let's step back and look at the whole picture again. How do you feel now after looking at this woman with friendly attention? We've met a woman who holds her own space. A woman who is difficult to ignore. Interesting to spend time with. A woman who may have had a lot to say to us. A woman who may also inspire us to look at ourselves kindly and respond to the world in new ways. Okay, so now that you've spent more time with this painting, has your experience changed? Willingness is about sitting with your feelings, sitting with comfort or discomfort, making space and being curious. This opens us up to a lot of options. Okay, now let's do it again with a physical sensation. Let's practice some more willingness. I want you to do a wall sit. So go ahead, get up, find a wall, press your legs on it, press your back on it, and try to put your legs at like a 90 degree angle like this, right? And just hold it. If you don't have a wall, you can just do a squat, like a deep squat. Now, you didn't think that we were just gonna intellectualize about this, right? You didn't think we were just gonna talk about our feelings. Your body holds your feelings. Your body is the receptacle of your emotions. Your physical sensations are key to understanding what you're feeling. So here's how we practice. Close your eyes and get into your body. What sensation are you feeling in your legs? 
What does it feel like? Pretend like you're a curious scientist who has never felt that feeling before. How would you describe it? Hot? Cold? Stabbing, throbbing, pulsing? Comfortable? Notice where you feel tight in your body and see if you can expand your awareness and feel something that's loose. Find an area that's relaxed. Maybe it's your face. Now, we're not going to use judging words here. Not good or bad, not wonderful or terrible. Instead, we're just describing. Notice any resistance or urge to avoid that discomfort and practice staying present with that physical sensation. Observe the sensations as they rise and as they fall away. This is getting quite uncomfortable for me. Like, I would like to sit down so that you don't hear my voice straining as I breathe hard. Right? And I'm going to allow this to be here. This is painful. What's going on with your breathing? Just notice it. You don't need to try to change it. Just notice it. What's going on with your hands, with your face? Just notice it. Now, if you can keep going, keep going. And if not, take a break. Just listen to your body for a minute. If you notice your mind wandering, come on back to the present moment. When you're ready to be done, come on back. Now, getting out of your head and into your body is essential to willingness. Feelings are fundamentally physical and we can use physical practices to help us learn how to get better at feeling. So we just try to make space for those physical sensations. When we're doing the wall sit or you're doing something else physically uncomfortable, can you allow yourself to feel that discomfort and just let it be there? Okay, if you're still doing the wall sit, go ahead and sit back down. Take some time in your workbook to write about what this experience was like for you. So our body is the anchor for our emotions. And when we run from our body, we never feel at home. Dr. Becky from Good Inside says, at the core, anxiety is the state of being uncomfortable in your body, not feeling at home in yourself and wanting to be anywhere else. It's the fear of a feeling and it's only a problem when your rules say you can't have it. Okay, now let's try this with an emotion. Let's go back to that video where those guys are doing dumb stuff up on skyscrapers, right? As you watch these guys, what emotions come up? Can you notice them? What thoughts come up? Can you make space for them? What happens if you allow yourself to feel a little bit scared? Can you handle that feeling? The opposite of willingness is believing, I can't handle that. And we're not talking about a situation. We're talking about a feeling or a thought that seems unbearable. It's when people believe that they can't handle feeling something because they're afraid that they might cry or lose control. They just don't know what to do to make the feeling go away. All of these forms of resistance make people do anything to suppress their feelings. They might use drugs or alcohol. They might avoid people or places they care about, right? The desperate desire to avoid feelings shrinks down our life. It makes us rigid and fragile. Willingness, on the other hand, opens us up. It makes us resilient, flexible, and actually quite capable. I like to use a little mantra here. You can pick one that works for you, but something like, I can feel this feeling and still be okay. Or I can allow myself to feel what I'm feeling. Now in the full course, I'm going to give you a few more exercises to practice willingness, specifically with painful thoughts or uncomfortable emotions. And I'm also going to help you build up the skills to face your fears. 
and to face situations or triggers that you'd normally avoid. And we're going to start with just like baby steps and then gradually move up. Now, remember practicing willingness is an ongoing process. We're just going to start with these small exercises and then just gradually challenge yourself to expand your willingness in other aspects of your life. Willingness is a muscle you can grow. It's a skill you can develop. And if you watch, life is going to give you a gazillion opportunities to practice this. So when you make space for your feelings, you're going to improve your life and you're going to get so much better at knowing what to do with anxiety. You're going to break the anxiety cycle. So in the rest of this course, you'll learn a bunch more skills that can help you influence or decrease your anxiety, but they can backfire if you're still stuck in resistance. When your default setting is willingness, it makes space to learn and try new things. When your default setting is resistance, you limit your options and you can get stuck in this endless tug of war with your emotions. So throughout the rest of the course, we're going to practice willingness as our default setting. If you find yourself using any of the other skills I teach as an attempt to suppress, control, or resist your feelings, it's not going to work. It's going to backfire. So revert back to opening up making space and let willingness be your default setting when it comes to anxiety. Okay. This video is day five from my break the anxiety cycle in 30 days. If you haven't bought the full course, we've got all the exercises, workbooks, live Q and A's and extra videos on my website, therapyinanutshell.com. Check that out. And uh, thanks for being here. Let's get better at feeling. I hope you enjoyed this episode and found something you can add to your daily routine that makes your life just a little bit better. If you want to learn more about topics like how to process tough emotions, how to change your brain, how to build better relationships, or support someone you know with a mental illness, then check out my classes at therapyinanutshell.com. And if you feel like these podcasts have been a benefit to you, please leave a rating so others can more easily find this content. Thank you so much and have a great day.